The Okie Geek Podcast is brought to you by Okie Comics, a bi-monthly anthology publication showcasing the talents of Oklahoma creators with stories featuring Oklahoma. Copies are available at Half Price Books, Edmund Unplugged, Loot and XP, Boarding House, Paseo Plunge, Museum of Osteology, Commonplace Books, as well as your favorite comic book store and nearest library. You can find out more locations and more information at okiecomics.com. Greetings and salutations, my fellow geeks, and welcome to episode 198 of the Oki Geek Podcast, brought to you by Oki Comics. I'm Michael Cross. A celebration of science, technology, engineering, and math is coming up this weekend. We'll have more in just a bit, but first, your week in geek. Weatherford College is establishing a competitive esports program. According to the journal record, Southwestern Oklahoma State University plans to build a new esports arena in its wellness center to be completed by this fall. Officials say the competitive video game program offers another means of reinforcing student engagement while collaborating in teams. Swasso expects to compete in games like Super Smash Bros., League of Legends, Overwatch, Counter-Strike, and Rocket League. Doctor Who's ratings for the newest season are sitting at their lowest level in 31 years. The episode Nikola Tesla's Night of Terror was watched by a little more than 4 million UK viewers, marking it the eighth least watched episode of the entire series back to 1963. To get an idea of how low the ratings are for the show, the last episode below 4 million was The Mysterious Planet Part 4 in September of 1986. The numbers for Doctor Who have gone down consistently with each new episode as the series has lost nearly a million viewers since the debut episode for season 12 on New Year's Day. Reports of an untimely end to the Disney Plus Kenobi series appear to be misleading. While some were reporting the show, which was supposed to start shooting in July, had been postponed indefinitely, Ewan McGregor says it's actually just delayed until January. GameStop caught up with him on the premiere for Birds of Prey and dismissed rumors of an indefinite hold or any issues with scripts or problems. He says there haven't been any creative differences. They just wanted more time to review scripts following the release of Star Wars Episode Nine. Lucasfilm is talking to Taika Waititi about directing a Star Wars movie. After a claim from his work on the final episode of The Mandalorian, the director of Thor Ragnarok is reportedly being approached about a feature-length film. But the two-time Oscar nominee currently has a lot of things he's working on, including Thor Love and Thunder, expected to be released in November of 2021. In other news, Ryan Johnson, coming off his Oscar nomination for Knives Out, is still in talks to helm a Star Wars movie. The Dungeons & Dragons movie script appears to be completed. Jonathan Goldstein and John Francis Daly, who penned Spider-Man Homecoming, have announced a milestone in apparently completing the script. There's been little to no word on much else for the movie based on the current very popular role-playing game. The movie is scheduled to be released in October of 2021. And the makers of D&D are publishing a new source book based on a DC comic book. The series, titled The Last God, features a band of heroes forced to come together as a party when a once-vanquished threat returns in this grim medieval fantasy. The 5th edition source book means it will be compatible with the latest iteration of Dungeons & Dragons. It's coming to a comic book store near you starting on April 29th at a cost of $5. This has been your Week in Geek. 
The OKC STEM Expo is taking place this Friday at Oklahoma City Community College. Here to talk about the OK STEM Expo is Muhitan Khaleesi and Maureen Brown. Welcome to the show, guys. How are you doing? Thank you. We're, we're glad to be here. It's an honor. <laughs> yeah. Um, so tell me, uh, Muhitan, uh, what, what is it you do for the uh, OKC STEM Expo? I am district department's uh, science head mm-hmm. and also a project coordinator of the event, uh, taking care of all the projects. And Maureen, what do you do? I serve as the director of outreach and grants for Dove Schools, and mm-hmm. I'm in this with Mr. Kaleshley, and we will we're working hard to make a to make a great event happen. So tell me about this event. What's going to be going on? So we have uh, about 1,200 students from all around Oklahoma City who will be heading on to OCCC this Friday um, to celebrate STEM, science, technology, engineering, and math. Um, we have students from kindergarten all the way through 12th grade coming in, their families, um, any members of the community. We have Governor Stitt who's coming in, um, Senator Kendra Horn, uh, sorry, Congresswoman Kendra Horn, um, who will, they're all supporters of STEM. Um, the theme of our STEM Expo this year is preparing Oklahoma students um, for the future, for science and math. And so, um, we the, during this time our students will have uh, several uh, science projects prepared um, they are really excited because it's not just a regular science fair it goes a step beyond that and so they'll be able to explain to our visitors um, what what was involved in the project and uh, it'll be a great time for visitors to come in if they're even if other students around oklahoma city are even slightly interested in any field of STEM, this hopefully will be a good time for them to ignite some spark there. Yeah, it's a really great time to get them interested in this kind of thing. Because they're so, they're so young and kind of impressionable and we want them to, yes. to be excited about it. Yes. Uh, what, what, are the, uh, what are some of the experiments where you, the people could see? It is STEM, science, technology, engineering, and math. Uh, we are gonna have all kinds of activities, uh, demonstrations, some explanation in math. Uh, overall, 100 projects, this is our goal. Uh, we are gonna show in the expo. It's free, we are <laughs> inviting everyone. <laughs> oh, that's a great price. Yeah, and uh, it starts at, ten, is it right, 10 o'clock is in the morning? 10 is that right? And runs yes. till like, what, 6 in the uh, evening? 10 to one thirty. 10 and to actually, one thirty. Yes, actually the... you got to get the kids back. Right, <laughs> and time for it to go home. Uh, but so the project demonstrations will be roughly from 10 to about 12.30. Um, starting one from 1 to one thirty is actually awards part. So mm-hmm. um, that, that way we get to celebrate their achievements too. What are some of the projects that, that, that people could see? Well, I'm looking, really looking forward to seeing Stella again. Um, Stella is the name of one of our solar cars that the high school students in Oklahoma City built. And they actually won, um, they, they, they went out of state um, to, to do some competing with that car. It's really a great thing to see this little, you know, little vehicle <laughs> on the road. Um, so that's one of the things that I'm, I'm really looking forward to. Um, I, um, I personally am also, or also looking forward to the hovercraft um, that will be over there. Uh, a couple of, well, a couple of days ago, we actually had um, the assistant secretary, U.S. Secretary for Education, Frank Brogan, come in, and he was, he actually took a little ride on that as well. So I can't wait to get in on that too. There's tons of other. I, I don't know if you want to explain. Yes, uh, what, uh, I want to add 
what is different in our expo students is gonna present middle right. school students and high school students is gonna present their projects we are working on that they are very excited they want to get the awards we are gonna pass out some gifts mm -hmm. right. maybe uh, we can add that part uh, first place is gonna get $50 gift cards Wow second yep. place is $40 and third place is $30 gift cards and overall four categories for high schoolers and middle schoolers and we are really excited about yeah those these. four categories for each division are physical science life science math and engineering mm -hmm. yeah i you know i just think about all the changes that that have gone on in in the past 20 30 years in these areas it's really important to get these kids involved because we're just looking at the future, as you said, the, this, this, is the, this is about the future of STEM and, and what we could see these kids be doing in the coming years. It is so important. Uh, I'm, I'm so glad you said that. Uh, I, I don't think a lot of, uh, not enough people, I think, are, are not aware of the fact that um, in order for the United States to uh, maintain competitive in the world, um, we, we really have to do a better job with STEM education. Um, that's the whole reason Dove schools are around, um, is to really provide quality STEM uh, science and math education to our students. Because, yeah, we, can, we, we need people who are creative. We need them to be flexible. They need to be able to collaborate. But you cannot deny the fact that you really need a strong basis and emphasis in um, science and math. Um, so if we look at, you know, other countries, I was looking at a study uh, a little while ago, I think it was uh, some statistics from last year, um, that uh, the, the, the number of uh, graduates uh, in the STEM fields in, uh, in the last 10 years, I think, has uh, increased by 54, almost 55% in the U.S. Wow. But if we, if we kind of, to kind of put it into perspective, we, if we look at China, that same number was 360 Oh my gosh! And so wow. we are we uh, we need to take mm -hmm. care of business, and not just in the U.S. but Oklahoma as well. We've yes. we, we've already seen reports about how some of the aerospace technology they're having to look outside the state for people to do the jobs because we don't we aren't graduating enough of our our own kids to be doing these things. Right, and I, I'm really thankful that um, not only not only Dove schools but a lot of schools in Oklahoma are really. Um, getting into the STEM fields and uh, really seeing the importance of that. And then we have, you know, also several legislators who are um, really behind that. So um, I'm, I'm trusting Oklahoma that we will do a good job for Oklahoma's future. And for those who don't know, uh, tell us about Dove Academy. What is that? So Dove, Dove schools are public charter schools in the state of Oklahoma. We've been around since the year 2000, started with a campus in Tulsa. Um, the following year, we started a campus in Oklahoma City. So to make a really long story <laughs> short, um, we now have four campuses in Oklahoma City and three in Tulsa. We'll be starting in August of this year, 2020, we'll be starting a virtual um, component um, oh, to great. Dove Schools, the Oklahoma Information Techno Technology School. Um, Dove Schools were started, again, back in 2000 by a couple of graduate students from OSU who really saw they were, they were looking at those um, projections for the future and um, realizing that need for STEM. Um, a strong STEM education for students. And so they took care of business and here we are 20 years later. And is Dove, is that K through 12? 
Pre-K through 12. Pre-K, pre-K through, yes, right. You yes. got to remember. I'm so used to saying K through 12, but you're right. right. Uh, early childhood education is a big deal in Oklahoma, uh, started by Brad Henry. And, and really, we've been on the forefront of early childhood education and pre-K. Um, so getting these kids started early is really important. It is so important because especially at those younger ages, they, they're naturally curious. They just want that, that, uh, that question that so many parents dread, but why? Um, that is their natural curiosity most of the time. Um, sometimes they just want to be a little annoying, but they just really want to know how things work. And so even at the, the, in the lower grades at our schools, we, we try to um, encourage, encourage that curiosity um, and uh, expose them to, some, to STEM in general. Um, we, I just think of a project that uh, one of our group of second graders did back in Tulsa. Um, it was called the Edible Lunar Vehicle Project. So they studied the phases of the moon and just different things of the moon. And so then they, after they studied that, they went on to um, actually build their own little vehicle that they imagined could <laughs> travel on the, on the surface of the moon. Mm-hmm. Uh, the only thing is it, is it was built out of food. So candy, gummy worms, fruit, tons of apples used as wheels. Um, and so then they raced, um, mm-hmm. raced those vehicles. They had a, had a great time, but at the same time, they learned some quality um, concepts in STEM. Mm-hmm. So we really, really seek to encourage and motivate, even at, especially at the younger um, younger years, uh, for the students to really be involved in STEM. Yeah, I was telling Mahouten right before my, that we started that my wife is a, a math teacher at an elementary school. She's a fifth grade math teacher. And a lot of times we deal with some of these kids, they haven't yet been told that they can't do it. And that's what makes it so special. They, just as far as they're concerned, they can do anything. Right. And they do it. They, they just get these, these creative juices flowing. And because no one, because by the time you get to be in the, around junior high, high school, you've been told by so many people, you can't do this, you can't do that. And these kids haven't been taught that yet. So they get to be able to be as creative as they want to be. Right. And once they get those those faces off of the screens, <laughs> uh, they, there's no telling what, um, what they can do. Um, they, they're just tremendously creative. And as adults, we, we lose that sometimes. Mm-hmm. And um, sometimes if we don't watch out as educators, we might have a tendency to kind of um, squash that a little bit, yeah. but giving them the opportunity to be free um, in their exploration of the world around them is so important. Is this the first year for the OKC STEM Expo? We've had it for a couple of couple of years now. We didn't have it last year. Um, I think it was due there was the walkout going on. Oh yes. Um, but so we've had a STEM Expo for a couple of years in a, in a row now, and we also have it in Tulsa coming up next mm-hmm. month. Um, and so typically during the STEM Expo, we have students in sixth through twelfth grade participating. Um, but then for the younger students, we have the science fairs on the campus themselves. Mm-hmm. When when is the one in Tulsa? Uh, the STEM Expo in Tulsa will be held on February 21st. Okay, and do, wh- where's that? Uh, at Nor- uh, Northeastern State University okay. in Broken Arrow. Yeah, okay, fantastic. And I'm, I'm guessing it's just it's got to be just as exciting up there in Tulsa to get all these area kids. Are they also the Dove, just Dove Academy kids up there? You said three academies in so yes, in we Tulsa? have three campuses in Tulsa, in Tulsa. but um, the students from all schools around the city mm-hmm. are invited um, to not only compete, but also just to attend as a field trip. Um, this year, there's, you know, budgets and, uh, the, you know, trying to keep students in the classrooms. Um, so the 
we, we understand if people can't come out, but if at all possible, just come on and join us. Yeah, and uh, Oklahoma City Community College is, is easy to access uh, from, the, from the highway. Um, how many kids, how many kids, I know you said you had 1,200 kids that are participating. How many kids are you hoping to get from, from area schools in this year at the Oklahoma City? Um, so about 1,200 students uh, from Dove schools will mm-hmm. be attending. We have how many actually participating in the competition? Uh, around 200 uh-huh. students is going to present, and also we have 200, uh, around 200 students are coming from uh, field trips. Yeah. Uh, except on those students. That's fantastic because, you know, again, it's, it's showing the kids that maybe aren't in the Dev Academy what can be done. What are these things that we can look forward to, um, especially when we're talking about all these futurist, these advances that we just made if you just look back in the last five, ten years in the realm of communications with phones and with uh, social media, that this, it's hard to explain to kids that while they've got their faces in the thing, this is technology. This is science that, that they need to know because they're going to be the leaders next who create these kinds of devices. Right. Absolutely. And uh, a lot of times I think people people think, oh, um, STEM or science technology, that is just stuff with computers. Uh, but even building, you know, building things, even at early ages, even putting, making toy cars like I told you or uh, like out of Legos or like I told you edible Mm -hmm. vehicles um, learning how to be creative and find multiple solutions to a problem um, learning to work with each other without insulting each other um, that those are such important skills that that they can learn well and also science in Oklahoma it's uh, we are an agricultural state Science is very much involved in our agriculture. You mentioned the food making a a vehicle, but the the truth is growing food, knowing when to grow food, how to grow food. We we made the mistake back when the Dust Bowl that we didn't know how to till our our farms. Without science, we can't advance even in agriculture in the state. Right. Uh, We, I think it was two years ago, um, and I forget the name. It's uh, some Oklahoma dairy. I forgot the exact name, but they came out to um, two of our campuses with an actual truck with a cow Mm -hmm. and showed the students how... all students from all grade levels, um, how to how, how does this thing work mm-hmm. from the cow to the milk in your refrigerator? How what is that process? And it's amazing how how much the the student how how much they learn and how amazed they are about the fact that hey, uh, there's more to this little <laughs> cup of milk than I actually thought. So uh, we try to expose our students to those opportunities, um, and there's so much more out there that we don't have a chance. Um, to maybe bring to them, but Oklahoma communities do so many great things. Um, and so we, we're thankful for all these opportunities. That's great. And it's just, again, it's, it's always so important to help these kids kind of learn to, to be uh, hopefully the, the, the next producers of, of whatever it is, because it's all about science, really. Yes, uh, it starts with early age, as you mentioned, mm-hmm. and also go on to high school we do some uh, very big projects like solar car, mm-hmm. uh, which is the only solar car from Oklahoma mm-hmm. state. And we participate in a competition in Texas. Uh, two years ago, that car traveled from Dallas uh, through all the way back to California. With solar only, power? Yeah, only with uh, <laughs> solar power. 
Wow. Yes. Yeah, because that's one of the things they're talking about with solar power is it just doesn't have the battery strength. But apparently you've got kids that are that are figuring a way around that yes. without having to build, you know, two-ton cars that, that can store battery mm -hmm. power. They have some really, really great teachers, uh, but it's that they're not just doing what these teachers are telling them mm -hmm. to do. They're using their own creativity and then also working with other community partners. Um, as you might imagine, a car set, putting up a car like that, it costs money. Yeah. And so um, we've had some great, um, great partners. Kim Ray was one of them. Um, there were a couple of others that I can't think of. Do you? Mm -hmm. I don't remember. Um, so, so, and even like I was talking with um, someone from Kimray the other day uh, because they, they had partnered up with our students and they were impressed by the fact that one of our students was even able to weld the, the pieces of the car together. Um, so these kids have possibilities beyond what we might think, which will be necessary for those jobs in the future that we don't know about yet. Yeah, and that's, that's again, that goes to the, again, we always think of science and technology. That's we, that's we everywhere. Engineering, without that engineering, talk to me about how important engineering is for these kids. Let's talk about some projects like Raspberry Pi and Arduino. And the our kids in high school learn coding with these tools, and they are gonna show uh, some projects in our expo, uh, like some coding cars, mm -hmm. coding robots, uh, coding drones, mm -hmm. will be all in the expo. Uh, plus, of course, physics, chemistry, biology, life science, everything. Uh, all components will be there. I'm guessing robotics as well. You sure? Again, that's yes. like engineering. Without engineering, we don't have robots. You know. <laughs> and putting put in the part that um, I really appreciate about having engineering um, concepts taught in our schools today is because it puts into practice what they learn in math and science mm -hmm. class. Um, I remember way back in the day a little bit when I was in school, <laughs> we didn't necessarily have those opportunity. It was just abstract, abstract for those of us who are not necessarily mathematically yeah. inclined. <laughs> um, but just um, putting, uh, putting that into perspective for these children that whatever you learn in class, it has a real life application. And then seeing them put put all that together um, it's just amazing yeah and with, with math especially because it's so I, I was raised with the idea that well you'll never use math or you never use algebra or whatever but that's not true um, without math without the basics of math we don't have the science the technology the engineering these are important building blocks to creating kind of the society that we have today absolutely and so you're, you're teaching, are there, are there any math product projects you can kind of think of? Yes, we are going to have math projects also. Like, is there something you can, you can do that you remember that you can think about? Uh, some, uh, some guests yeah. projects, mm -hmm. of course. Uh, and but basically it's, 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 it's just different, different aspects. Uh, of the of the different STEM fields as far as science and technology and engineering and of course again math which is I, it's so it's so easy because I unfortunately was I my generation didn't have the push for math that I think we really need for these kids uh, from a very young age is is how important it is again my wife is the math teacher and she's trying to push these new formulae onto these students and it's real confusing to them but when they get it when they get she says when the light bulb comes on. She says it's absolutely amazing to watch these kids do it. Yeah, and then when the, uh, when 
great teachers um, like your like your wife um, uh, when they come up with these special projects and they get these special titles. Uh, I think one of the um, the math project is called the Calculator Rover. Um, another one is as infinite chocolate. I will be visiting that one. <laughs> <Infinite> <laughs> um, so seeing how creative they can can get with with mm-hmm. math is is really great. Um, another one they came up with is mind reading. I will be stopping by using <laughs> math concepts. Sure. Um, I don't know the details about it, but all I want to know is how do, how exactly does math tie into my uh, mind reading? You know, there's there's so much there's so much uh, science like biological science I think involved in what you're thinking and how you're thinking about it when you're given a certain amount of numbers or you're answering a certain amount of numbers. I'm sure that you could kind of guess what they're thinking about uh, when they're. I don't know exactly, but I'm sure that's possible. And again, these right. kids who just are not told that they can't do it are able to come up with these phenomenal things. I guess you guys have seen these for the past few years. Yeah, um, um, I was uh, talking with my younger daughter the other day. We, we were watching a, a show on television together, and it was, it was an, a, an illusionist, and she was just so amazed. Oh, he's doing magic. I, I had to explain to her, well, you know what? He's really doing math and, and science. That's mm-hmm. what he's doing. And so a lot of times the kids, um, you know, they, they need to, they need to learn that all these fun things, um, a lot of them are based on math and science. Sure. Yeah, we, and, uh, yeah that's a great uh, science, what we call magic. Of course, it's just illusions, and right. you can't do these illusions unless you've done, you know, hours and hours of work, of preparation work, and that involves all of, this, all of the STEM products, all science, technology, engineering, math, because you've got to create. If someone's disappearing from a box, you've got to figure out some <laughs> way to make that disappearance happen um, and that takes that takes all of the sciences, and so it's it. Oh, so I hadn't even thought about that. The, right. And of course, you know what we do nowadays, and with STEM products from from our iPad to our cell phones to computers to cars to any past civilization would seem as magic, you know. And and but we but we're looking forward to the future, and hopefully these kids are going to be taking us into the twenty second century. That's what we're hoping to prepare them for, um, helping them to, to not only, uh, you know, n- know that not everybody will go into a STEM field, but um, the, for those students who really have even some interest in it, we want to make sure that we're, they're given the best possible education. And, I, and tell me again how important cooperation is uh, when we're talking about today's society, which isn't sometimes. Yeah, so um, I, I think maybe sometimes there's a misconception that, oh, if you're, if you're into STEM, that you're going to be sitting by yourself at a computer all day doing some coding and looking at like a Neo type of stuff coded codes <laughs> on <right>. there uh, <laughs> but it's it's not if you're if you look at what businesses are looking for these days they're looking for a really a stem-based workforce that can come up with great problem solving together um, huge companies are uh, they're not focused on that one-man show right. uh, they are focused on a lot of them are focused on um, what do what do we need to uh, in order to be able to work together to solve this problem and even as a society like you mentioned just now we we're maybe a lot of times focused so much on me and myself and that we we maybe forget about those around us um, 
what we, we talked a little bit about that screen time for, for the <laughs> kids and and it's 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 not a necessarily a problem the screen is not the problem but we have to make sure they know there's stuff going on around you <laughs> that yes. you really need to know um, one of the things we work on with our students is character education it's big time in our schools and part of that is social emotional learning you know for younger kids what does it look like even when how do you know if somebody is sad or upset you need to look at their face you can tell that they're sad um, but if you're looking at the screen all day you you're, you're losing those skills um, so it's it's a it's a comprehensive approach yeah. um, and we we, we want to make sure that our kids get that the best possible education. Yeah, because without the co cooperation, we don't have things like NASA landing a man on the moon. We don't have the, the, the vehicles that we see nowadays, the mass transportation that we have nowadays, or anything, because people worked together to make these happen. It wasn't just somebody in their basement creating it. It had to be people <laughs> working together. Um, I think even, and it's not just in, in STEM fields, but if you look at, you know, musicians, um, mm -hmm. artists, uh, everywhere you go, you, you have to learn to work together. Mm -hmm. uh, our community, our society these days, we're so, um, we, we have a lot of good things going on. And at the same time, we fight over things that um, we, we really shouldn't be fighting about um, yes. valuing diversity and valuing the fact that even if somebody else thinks differently than I do, it doesn't mean that they're a bad person. It just means they see something maybe differently and kind of putting that back into that perspective of, of teaching students um, how, to, how to work in STEM fields. If this other person comes up with a, a solution, a different solution for this mathical, mathematical problem um, than what yours is, doesn't mean they're wrong. You both come to the same That's conclusion right. um, and the same correct answer. And in working together, you might come up with something better. Absolutely, we enrich each other's lives. Uh, we have to value that diversity, and um, that's that's how great things happen. So this uh, OKC STEM Expo, tell people again where and when it is. It'll be this Friday, January the 31st, from 10 a.m. to 1.30 p.m. Um, if you want to come look at the project, um, please be there between 10 and 12 so our students can give you demonstrations and, and ask them as many questions as you want about their projects. Um, it will be held at uh, Oklahoma City Community College. And um, we plan on having a great time. And so, uh, for those who don't know, Oklahoma City Community College, uh, 7777 North May, yes. uh, South May, excuse South me, <laughs> I-240 and May. You can't miss it. Uh, big, big campus there. Um, do you know where at in, in the campus? Uh, in the main building. Okay, in the main mm -hmm. building. And mm -hmm. uh, of course, it's, I graduated from there with an associate's degree, and that's been a while since I've been down there. But down in the main building uh, at 10 o'clock, come on down and, and just enjoy some of these, what these kids are doing for the future of our society. Come on down. See where the magic happens. Fantastic. Well, thank you so very much for, for joining us. And I wish you luck. And then, of course, next, um, just a reminder also, Tulsa uh, on February 21st at Northeastern. Yes. And uh, where can people find out information as far as on the web? Yes, we have a website which is okstamexpo.org. O-R-G, org. Mm -hmm. uh, if they are going to visit the website, they can find the information related to OK System Expo and also uh, Tal System Expo. And also we have social pages. Uh, if they are going to follow yeah. us, uh, we try to uh, post uh, information related with our expo, even uh, some uh, projects. And if 
if they cannot visit, uh, they can even uh, see a live video. We are planning to uh, Facebook uh, live oh, that's uh, awesome. broadcasting. On the, on the Facebook page that you guys have for... Uh, yes. Yeah. That's wonderful. And do you guys have a Twitter account? Do you yes. What's the Twitter? Uh, it is in the website. <laughs> <laughs> I, I will look that up. I will make sure that we have that down in the in our in our show notes. Um, but yeah, it sounds like a lot of fun and and really. And how how many years have you been doing this now? The STEM Expo yeah. has been around for about five or six years okay. that we've done it. So here's to to many many more because that that's wonderful that we're getting these kids and eventually you'll have these kids that are in grade school now graduating onto college and wanting to see what, what the next generation of kids are doing. Cause I'm always excited every year when I see the stuff that the kids are able to come up with, cause it's just amazing. Fantastic. Thank you so very much for showing up today. Thank you. Thank you. We're glad to have you. So that's going to do it for our show. You can find us on Twitter and Facebook at Okie geek podcast. That's also the address for our Gmail account. Would love to hear from you. You can find me on Twitter at KOSU Michael C. And do you or someone you know have an event coming up? Please let us know so we can talk about it on our show. You can also find us on Apple Podcasts. Be sure and subscribe, rate us, and leave a comment. Until next time, along with Muhitan and Maureen, I'm Michael Cross, reminding you to keep calm and geek on. <laughs>